1: Welcome to the show, IB Nation Sports Talk up and running. I'm Sean Stearns. I've got Vince D'Addario with me tonight. How you doing?
2: I'm doing, man. I'm doing. This was a long day. I actually had to get up and go to work all day and, I mean, just slaving away, baby. Just slaving away. Probably the wrong terminology to use. Working all day, (laughs) which I'm not used to because I just came off of summer break. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's a little bit bit different.
2: A little shock to the system, but hey. I'm excited about it. And, um, you know, I'm putting my time in at my old job for a little while, which is a little strange. Kind of, I feel like a president who ran for reelection but didn't get elected, but he still has a month of his term left. Like, that's how I feel, right? I'm the lamest Uh duck on the planet (laughs) at this particular situation. Lame duck to Dario. It's really weird. People are like,
1: I thought you, I thought,
2: yeah, it It did, did,
1: but. I did. Here, oh, I am. here I am. Yeah. <laughs> Still hanging around. Can't get rid of me just yet. Yeah. Yep, welcome. Yep. Welcome, Alberto. He says, Wow, I made it to a live show. Midnight here in Spain. Woo. LOL. Have some paella for us over there, Alberto. Woo. It's, it's pretty good this time of well, year. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thistlemore Pottery welcoming Vince back. And, uh, Old buddy, drunk Vigo, better call Saul back. (laughs) I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I mean, I know he was watching better call Saul based on some stuff that he said the other night, but uh, I don't know beyond that. Well, we've got kind of our main topic. We're going to get to here in a minute. We're going to have some fun tonight. We're going to uh, make some predictions. Who's going to get all the catches Mm -hmm. and uh, as well as the yards this season, you know, with all this, you know, the receiving room and there's, you know, there's hardly any guys and the running backs and tight ends and everyone's speculating on where's all the production going to go, who's going to catch all the passes. So we're going to spend a good chunk of this show trying to predict where those passes will go. I'll just take this quick, you know what I'm going to say right now, hit the like button, subscribe, rate, review. All that great stuff. We appreciate it. Irish breakdown. Appreciate it. Appreciates it. It helps us out. So please and thank you. And uh, Alberto, with a response: uh, Valencian or Majorcan pa- paella? Both really good. I would not know. I don't know the difference between
0: the two. <laughs> I know
1: I know there's rice and shrimp and, you know, maybe some other proteins, you know, sounds like good to me or, you know, I don't know, but sounds good to me. I, I am yeah. so
2: not well versed in international cuisine. I, I am, I am just a bumpkin when it comes to that kind of stuff, man, but I am willing to try anything once. I'll tell you what, And what you just said sounds great. I love shrimp. I love rice. Vince is,
1: Vince I, is like, give me some lasagna.
2: Let's go. Let's go, baby. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. So we had a quick, quick practice viewing this morning. Uh, first five periods of practice did not see a ton as you would expect. Few notable things did come up though in practice, just in terms of who was there, who was not there, um, and also an anticipated change of position. You know, everyone's right. been asking with uh, you know after Avery Davis's injury, is someone going to move to wide receiver? Well, guess what happened today? Xavier Watts moves back from safety to wide receiver. He was wearing number 26. There were two number 26s in the blue jerseys, Xavier Watts and uh, a walk-on. Xavier had a little uh, white hoodie popping out of the back Ooh. of his. Got a little video of, of him catching pass. You know, it was just like the position drills and stuff right. like that. But And there was, you know, there was once, because they were running like, it was <laughs> basically it was three steps. They would take three steps off the line, make a cut, and go three steps, and then, you know, cut – once again, uh, you know, back in, uh, you know, the, the the youth football league, we called it down, out, and down, you know, if it was toward the sideline, basically. That's kind of what this was, really short. Xavier wasn't taking quite short enough, you know, like w- with his steps still kind of getting used to running routes Oh, yeah. It's going to take a minute. As a receiver, but uh, the uh, the receiver room got a little bit bigger with Xavier Watts moving over.
2: And I, you know, Brian and I uh, have pitched our tent in the same camp on this one, I, I think that he's going to be a better wide receiver than he is a safety. And I think he can be explosive. I think he can help this team. Uh, somebody on the beat said that there's nobody. This I texted Brian when I heard this, actually. He said there's nobody on the roster that they can move to wide receiver that will help them on Saturdays. And I hmm. cannot disagree more with that particular statement. That. I think Xavier Watts can be an integral part of this rotation, if not a starter, when it's all said and done, to be honest with you, I, you get him the ball in space. He's going to do some special things for you. Uh, I I just think he gets a bad rap because he was defense, then offense then back to defense. And you know, the speculation is that he was moved away from offense because he wasn't good at offense. And so they moved him to defense. It's not really how it went down. And so Yes, they had to move him back to offense because of a body issue. It's not just for reps and practice. That's the thing. It's not just for reps and practice. This is because he is going to contribute to this team in a very real way, and I'm excited about it. I, I think that he's going to turn a lot of heads. I think he's going to have a lot of people eating their words when it's all said and done.
1: Yep, TBD, I guess. We shall oh, ap- see. Absolutely, you know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, you know, again, because of the numbers – that they've got when you've got six to seven scholarship, you know, available guys out there, you know, that's (laughs) can make a difference. Uh, Jaden Thomas was riding the stationary bike during warmups and, you know, during practice today. So, you know, one comes on, one goes (laughs) off. And at the same time, Joe Wilkins, who has been on kind of that, you know, I guess you'd call it the pup squad, you know, whatever you want to call it, the physically unable to perform like, He'd been doing the conditioning on the side and riding right. the bikes himself. He was back out there today, had an early setback that he appeared to bounce back from because, like, I was watching him during warm-ups. And he had a little bit of a gait to okay. his step, and then he got out there, and in this same drill that I was talking, well, I don't know if it was the exact same drill, but one of the drills, he, you know, planted to make a cut, and he kind of limped, and he was hobbling around a little bit. And then uh, he kind of was like squatting down, uh, you know, stayed, you know, not like kneeling down on the ground, but he was kind of in a squat down there, stayed down for several seconds while some other guys were doing their drills and then finally he got back up and was going through the, you know, the rest of the drills afterwards. So That's a step in the right direction, though, that he's actually doing drills. Yeah, I mean, it's good, but at the same time, you definitely don't want to push it back too soon. You know, that Liz Frank, that – like Kevin Austin came back, re you know, rebroke his foot. Remember when he tried to come back, Bonzi Colson with a basketball team a few years back did the same thing, tried to come back, re-injured the foot. So gotta be careful, gotta be careful. But at least, you know, like you said, he was back out there. So maybe it's hopefully it's just like a little tender and he's getting used to yeah. doing that stuff again since he hasn't been doing it.
2: Right, because he was doing a lot of straight line sprinting and no cutting. So I'm sure the cutting is the added, you know, step to this whole thing. And yeah, it probably was a little, you know, sore, tender.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: Thistlemore pottery listen to another podcast and I'm not going to get into finger pointing because you know we're all friendly with you know, absolutely with, with everybody and and stuff like that but you know he says you know another another podcast on the bead had a complete opposite opinion about someone moving over having an impact literally exact opposite from what you guys at IB are saying and you Know these are all we're, we're everything we see, you know, for the most part, everything we see is subjective, you know, 100%. We have to, yeah, these things that you know, what we're seeing with our eyes, you know, like if if uh, you know, Jabron Payne or whoever takes one to the house and runs past everybody, well, that's not subjective. We, we know that you know, he ran past everybody and took it to the house, but when we're trying to project and predict who can potentially help. Right. And you know, I, I i think that's i i think it's tough for one thing, you know, when the guy has been playing defense and we haven't sure. seen him out there catching passes until today, you know. So again, it's it's all just basically subjective opinion. Like I said, TBD. We'll find out soon enough. But you know, I, there is some skill there. You know, the one thing that I noticed is like you could tell that. Xavier Watts has been working out to play defensive back as a sure. wide receiver because you know he's like a little chestier than some of those other yeah. guys out there at the receiver position right now. Oh,
2: absolutely. He's gonna be able to shed some tackles and some things like that. But you're right, he was making his body into a DB, and that's different from a wide receiver at the division one level. And it's gonna there's going to be a transition. Now, what he has on his side is that we're still two weeks plus away from him having to play in a game right so he has an opportunity to really work the fundamentals at wide receiver and oh by the way he also has a really really good coach who stresses the fundamentals so I think it's going to be a a great transition I just don't know how fast of a transition it's going to be I I, but I think at the end of the day this is really going to benefit Notre Dame and not just from a depth standpoint but from an impact standpoint I really do believe that and look those guys over there can have their opinion. That's totally fine. We've disagreed about stuff in the past. We've agreed about stuff in the past. Sometimes we're right. Sometimes they're right. We, whatever, man. Like, I totally respect uh, those guys, and you know, we're allowed to have a difference of opinion. You know, and yeah. and and that's that's the way we see it. And look, we're not gonna tell you something we don't believe. We're not just gonna hype them up just because you know we're gonna put on the rose-colored glasses wow, and all that fun all stuff. Great.
1: Yeah,
2: I loved Xavier Watts coming out of high school. I, I, and I, and he was starting to get a little bit buried at the safety depth chart. I was hoping he was going to make a play for safety, but if I have a choice of having him on the bench on the defensive side, or having him possibly have an impact on the offensive side, I want him over on offense. I want the ball in his hands. So, you know, let's see what happens. I think he's got a great opportunity here. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I'll say that.
1: Chris asked, could this be a scenario where Xavier has a good season, comes back next year and starts that would add to the depth chart? I mean, I don't think he has to, you know, good is, is the word you use. I mean, you know, I, I think he just really needs to have an adequate season and you know, like from where he stands, I would think he would want to come back unless he just decides he's done with oh, football. Sure. And when you look at the numbers, like with Chancey Stucky talking earlier this week, that ideally he would like to have at least 10 scholarship receivers right on the roster and he's got like 7 right now obviously the numbers are low you're going to lose a couple of guys so right i think that you know this and that could be part of what this is this might not just be for this year because when you look right. at the you know the, the secondary recruiting going forward you know they're they're obviously doing a lot better they're they're pulling in more guys in the secondary you know like highly rated guys in the secondary so, you know so there's going to be more guys heading in that direction receiver is where they still need some depth. So sure. I, I could easily, you know, see this turning into a situation Absolutely. Where, where Watts is back next year.
2: Oh, there's no question. And I, I mean, he's a, he's a sophomore in eligibility this year. He's a junior in school, so he's definitely going to be on the yeah,
1: team He's a year older anyway, but yeah, yeah.
2: he's definitely going right. to be on the team next year. And I think this is a permanent move. I think he's going to be on offense for the foreseeable future. I mean, The guys that were in front of him on the depth chart have similar eligibility left. So they're not, you know, could he have started at safety next year? Yeah, he could have. But I think he's going to have great opportunity on the offensive side of things.
1: Yeah. Irish Shaitan asked why he can't play both ways as a backup. I think because, you know, again, where they are now with the numbers at receiver, they need him dedicating as much time as he can at that position to be ready to go. Because, you know, like, again, you know, nobody wants to see another injury, but there could always be more injuries, and you need all the depth that you can get there on that side. And you need a guy who is, you know, getting himself ready to go, like Dion Colsey right. not practicing again. To you know, and sure. I mentioned Jaden Thomas out today. Colsey not practicing with that PCL, you know, and Wilkins, even though he is back, you know, still hobbled a little bit. So I, I, I would, you know, I would think that that's it because I think there's enough depth and numbers over there. At safety that they'll be okay they they really they really need watts to get up to speed and be ready to go right and
2: it's very difficult to back up two positions on different sides of the ball that's all that's asking an awful lot that that is the classic case of jack of all trades master of none and that's what you're going to have you're not going to have a guy who's completely locked into one position or the other that's not where I want to be. I want my backup, if he's going to be a backup, to be locked into that position. And so if he's one snap away and all of a sudden he's in, I don't want him thinking about the offensive side of the ball if he's now in on – you know, it's just way too difficult with the complexity of both playbooks on both sides of the ball. It's asking too much. And I wouldn't ask that of a kid like that. He's offense now. And this was his decision. He made the decision. got to remember, he almost left Notre Dame and left the offensive side of the ball – because of his position coach. Well, that position coach is no longer here. Right. So that's a huge difference. He preferred offense from the way I understood it. He preferred offense in the first place. But he had such a poor uh, experience on the offensive side of the ball due to his position coach that he's like, I'm either out of here or I'm going to defense. Yeah. A- and now he's back and it's, it's a completely be much different better situation. Now. It's going to be
1: much better now. Right. I guarantee it. Absolutely. Guarantee it. Yep. Yep. Uh, And then the other thing, Jarrett Patterson was not practicing today. Uh, He was not out there. And there were a few uh, other reserve offensive linemen also not out there today. So that'll be one to keep an eye on. You know, and again, we're going to get a full practice Friday. So we'll get kind of a better, we're going to get a much better idea Friday of where things stand in a lot of different ways. So we're going to, we got our work cut out for us. Friday. When we it's going to be fun. Thing.
2: I'm looking forward to Friday. We get the full practice and so we're going to, you know, we're not going to get to see a scrimmage, which is a little disappointing, but at the same time, if I'm Marcus Freeman, I'm not showing a full scrimmage to the media either. And so, uh, Hey, maybe we'll get a full dose of special teams and we'll be able to let everybody know how wonderful, uh, like
1: groupie is. <laughs> I've been saying that I've been <laughs> saying that all along. Uh, so what we're going to do today is we are going to try to predict mm-hmm. where all the balls are going <laughs> this year in terms of passes and or in terms of receptions. Yeah, Who's going to be catching the ball? We're, so Vince and I, we're going to take a stab. We're going to go from top to bottom, just like a stat sheet, basically. And we are going to try to predict the receptions and the receiving yards that right. each guy will have. So we're going to start at the top and work our way down we'll see how far down we go yeah the way we're going to do it we're going to take turns with this so Vince will go first so like it'll be a little bit like you know like a fantasy draft or something Vince is going to get to go first with who he thinks is going to be the leading receiver he's going to give receptions and receiving yards and then after Vince gives his oh we're doing receiving yards too oh no Okay. Did you not I, do receiving yards?
2: I did receptions, but that's okay. I can okay. I can float it. We'll be all
1: right. We'll be all right. We'll be good. We'll be good. <laughs> all right. Do it on the fly. Um. So. So yeah. Let me let me let me bring mine up because my my uh, my show sheet kind of went blank here just a second ago. So I need to pull up my other computer so, so I can see where we are. Um. Yeah. So then. After Vince makes his pick, I will have the opportunity to adjust up or down okay. on the receptions, like okay. five up or five down. Okay. So, like if I think you're too high, I can, I, I, but I have to do it in increments of five. And okay. Then after it, I make my pick, Vince will be able to do the same thing to okay my pick. and so that we're gonna we're just gonna go back and forth like that. And we're gonna make our predictions. Yeah, my receptions. my
2: my yards are gonna be off the cuff, definitely. That's but, fine. You know, I feel pretty good about my receptions at the moment, but we'll see. I'm curious to see where you go with some of these. I really am.
1: Okay, all right. So, I mean, I don't think. Well, I'll just let you go. I mean, I, I think I know who you're I, gonna. I mean, say. I'm curious to see what your number is, though. This
2: is like the NFL draft from like 2020 when uh, Joe Burrow was the the top pick. Like everybody knew it was going to be Joe Burrow, right? Well, uh-huh. everybody knows that the top reception guy is going to be Michael Mayer. And right. I would be silly. if I didn't go with Michael Mayer on this one. Of course I'm going with Michael Mayer. He had 71 receptions last year. Right. Uh He had like 800 and some odd yards. If I remember correctly, I think he'll do better. I have him at 80 and I think his yards will be better as well. So I have him at a thousand oh wow yep I'm going yards. there I think he's gonna be a crazy uh security blanket for for Tyler Buckner number one number two I just think they're not gonna force it to him but he I just don't see how you guard him on third down I just I just don't see it and so I think he's gonna get a lot of play I think he's gonna get a lot of yards um what was he 800 something last year uh let's see I've got it right here. 840. 840 last so, I mean, eight, yeah. you're only asking for another 150 yards, basically. And with eight more receptions or nine more receptions, I think he can do it. And he missed a game last year, too. So That's
1: true. That is very true. I'm
2: going out on a limb, yes. But he's an All-American. He's the best tight end in the country. 80 and 1,000 where 80
1: I'm going. 80 and 1,000 yep. is Vince's pick. I had 82 for 910. So okay. we're not too far off. Okay. So we're in the same ballpark. So I'm not going to adjust you at all. We're only two receptions off. Okay. We're in the same ballpark. I mean, he gets 1,000 yards with 80 catches, and he's up there, what around, probably 13 and a half, 14 yards to catch. And he was about almost
2: 12 last year at 11.8.
1: Yep. Yep. That's true. Okay. So Michael Mayer is number one. So Vince with the first pick goes Michael Mayer, 80 for 1,000. So. I'm going to go with a wide receiver as the number two guy for Notre Dame this season. And uh, we did, you know, a couple of days ago, we made our picks in terms of who we thought were going to be the top two most productive wide receivers Mm -hmm. only, only wide receivers. So I have, I think probably the guy most people would be picking, you know, to be Notre Dame's top wide receiver for the season. I have Lorenzo Styles. And here's where I had a problem with the Lorenzo styles. Just the fact that, okay, he's a first time, full time starter, all that kind of stuff. We've seen the potential, you know, all the highlights in the Fiesta bowl and everything that he did new quarterback, you know, mm-hmm. like we think Buckner can air it out. I'm, I'm I really struggled with the number of catches because I think it yeah. could be anywhere from like 40, even up to like 60 or 65. Yeah. agreed. But, but, you know, but again, like, does the ball get distributed differently with all these different options and all these different personnel combinations that I think we're likely to see this season. So for Lorenzo Styles, I went 45 catches, okay, for 810 yards. Okay. 45 okay. for 810. What do you think? So I
2: was a little bit more uh Let's see, uh, positive, I guess, about Lorenzo Stiles.
1: Okay. You know, like I said, I Look, felt like there was a big I, window. I was, was, was
2: in your window, I, I'm within your window for sure. Uh, because you said all the way up to like 65, yeah. uh, I had him at 55, and okay. so I, I will adjust your number to 50. Okay, okay. Just to kind of split the difference between the two of us. Sounds good. Uh, and and I had him at like eight hundred yards, and and I think that that's probably fairly accurate. And and you had him at over eight hundred and and yeah. ten at less 8, receptions. 10. So yeah, um, yeah, I had him at eight hundred and fifty five. So
1: see, and that's like I think the yards per catch is going to be up there. I think where sure, I had yeah. him would put him at around eighteen yards per catch, okay. which for a guy with his skill set, absolutely Chi-Town, doable. Irish Shy Town said. 47 for 877 so we're all in the same ballpark there you right go there for lorenzo style so i'll just go with the 810 that i have and love bump it. him up to 50 catches cool love it okay so that puts you yeah. up next
2: this is Vince. tough Who's for me be
1: the number three man
2: this is tough for me and this is complete speculation and complete uh i don't even know what the word i'm looking for but i, I after seeing one practice one practice I'm hoping that Jaden Thomas can be who I think he can be okay. because there needs to be a yin to the yang of Lorenzo <laughs> styles there. I mean, there needs to be another option. Somebody needs to step up. I'm hoping it can be him. And so I have him next on the list. I have him at 40 receptions. Okay. And I have him at 600 and forty-five yards.
1: Okay, so you're saying forty for six forty-five. You've got him a lot more okay than what and, I. And I figured I, I would. Yeah. I'm
2: speculating a little on this one.
1: You know, and I I put him, you know, because like Avery Davis had twenty-seven catches for three eighty-six. Now, granted, he missed you know a few games because of his knee injury and stuff like that. So he probably you know would have been closer to thirty-five or in that range. So say your number again. That you that you had for Thomas,
2: I had him at uh, let's see, forty, 40 receptions, forty okay. receptions, and I think what did I say about six fifty yard? Like I said, I'm doing the yards kind of on the fly here, but about six fifty in that neighborhood.
1: Okay, I'm and if he bump, does that, it's going to be great. I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be the first to bump. I'm gonna bump you. No, I guess you just bump me on Lorenzo Styles. You went the <laughs> other way
2: though. Yes, you're gonna bump I'm me gonna down. say
1: Thomas. I'm gonna go down. Okay. on Thomas. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know say just a, a little bit. Down, you know, like closer again to like Avery Davis production last year. Now, you know, it could end up being higher, but so I'm going to say Thomas has 35 catches. Okay, this year. Okay, and what's the yards again?
2: I had him at like 650 ish. 650. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. So we're you know again like we're I had him considerably less. I had him closer to 26. You know. Okay. Because again, it's like again, I'm
2: projecting, and like I said, I'm hoping. That he can kind of be that number two, like that, at the white in the wide receiver room. And I didn't want to completely overproject Xavier Watts at this point, although I was very tempted to. Um, and so Jaden Thomas had to be that guy for me.
1: Yep. So Alberto says thirty five for five fifty. So okay. you know he's kind of he's still That's a little bit, yeah, yeah. I, and I think I like that five fifty there, okay, as well. So because like. You know, like we were talking, if we add all this up by the end of the show, what's it going to add up to? I know. You know I You know, is, yeah. is Tyler Buckner going to have, you know, like a Joe Burrow type of year? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he will. Well, and it's but, tough uh,
2: because it, it's tough because they yeah, see, are going to be in the. Are, I know. I know. Yeah.
1: Uh, says Vince is going to have Notre Dame passing for 5,000 yards this year. Th-
2: there's going to be a lot of RPO type stuff, short throws, you know, things like that, where, you know, they might rack up some receptions, but not necessarily a lot of yards. And I think that that is a possibility.
1: Yeah. Thistlemore Pottery, one of these unknowns <clears throat> are going to surprise us. Absolutely. That's true. That, yes. is, that is very true. And it could be Jaden Thomas. And, you know, like chancy Stuckey is really high in this guy talking to Stucky the other day, one of the things that he talked about was Thomas in the red zone, you know, like that is an right. area where he can really right. thrive because of his size, but, you know, we, but he's got good speed too. So, you know, I think that's kind of the deceptive part about him. I'm, I'm he's really someone that, who I'm excited.
2: to Me see. too. And I, I was very pleasantly surprised when we saw him the other day, you yeah. know what I mean? And that, that he was getting first team reps and he was making first team rep plays you know what I mean? And that way, and it was disappointing to see him the next day on the bike. You know what I mean? Right. So
1: exactly. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Yep. <clears throat> okay. So we've got the top three guys so far. My pick. I'm gonna go with the first running back. Ah, uh, there you way. go. And I'm gonna go with Chris Tyree. Like Kyron <clears throat> Williams, in you know, his last couple of years, it was like 32 catches and forty-two is is what he had. Okay. Last year, So, you know, he's averaging right around, you know, 36, you know, 37 catches, or he did average that many. And, you know, again, like on display, we saw what Chris Tyree can do as a receiver in the Fiesta Bowl. So I'm pretty high on him and his receiving skills, especially sure. like if these other three guys can stay healthy all year. I really like him as a receiver out of the slot so I'm gonna go 40 receptions for Ooh. 450 yards for Chris Tyree oh you are
2: high on Chris Tyree look at yeah. you I was just a shade. I mean I was I was a five spot below you so okay. I, I had him at 35 which I did look at Kyron's numbers I, I looked at some other you know years back with running backs and things like that and I didn't want to over project so I had him at 35 uh, which I, th- I think is very doable. And he may outperform that, to be honest with you. And I would be fine with that, obviously. Um, but I had him at 35, and I had him at about 300 yards uh, gain. So,
1: okay. so we you didn't go crazy on the
2: yards. I didn't go crazy on the yards. And I, th- and I think the 35 is a very reasonable amount. You know what okay. I mean? So, so let's go
1: 35 four let's i had 450 you had 300 let's just say 375 yeah i like call that today i like 35 that. for 375 okay we,
2: we gotta chris, keep track of these by the way we're gonna to i was gonna say chris done. is
1: keeping score i'm writing i'm writing down what we have chris is keeping score <laughs> three pass catchers already 2400 yards <laughs> and now we've got it up to almost 2800 when we throw in chris tyree we've got four hey so, Drew
2: pine's gonna get some time in there too so uh yeah, well, and yeah, duty. that's
1: yeah that's true that's true so. Okay, so who's who's our number five receiver then, Vince?
2: So next on my list uh, is actually I have Tobias Merriweather is next on my list. And yeah. I had him at 25 receptions, which I had a tough time with him because I think he could end up being a guy that they count on, you know, the latter half of the season. I don't think they're going to throw him in the fire right away. Yeah, maybe Maybe they do, but I just don't think that they will. So I think they're going to kind of ease into Tobias and could he have more than 25 receptions? Absolutely. But I just feel like he's not going to get a full 12 games to do it. Um, and so I, I put him at 25 and I've got, I've got the yardage for him at 400. Okay. And I, and I, that might be a lot. I'd realize we're, we're just racking up yardage here. Um, but
0: yeah. See, it, I think that might be tough. a bit
2: high and that's fine. That, that That's <laughs> totally fine. I, I think there will be some games where he goes off, though, whether it's a Marshall game or a Cal or UNLV, something along those lines where he may play a whole second half. And good luck to those teams on stopping 15.
1: Right. My only hesitation on Tobias, because the talent is there and Chancey Stuckey was praising his talent the other day. You know, the thing that he was talking about is what you always hear about with the freshmen the details. And I think we were sure, talking, you know, you and I were talking about that the other day. So that's, that's why I, I just, I was definitely much lower. I had yeah, I get that for 240. Ooh. So what was your number again? 25, 25. Let's just say 20. Okay. For 300. Is that still too high? Maybe. Um, No,
2: I, I had them for more than that. So yeah, 300 is fine.
1: Okay. All right. Again, like I'm watching your yard totals, and just, just I told like you, I'm there. super optimistic like,
2: apparently on the offense. We're gonna
1: have these guys, so now we've got <clears throat> now we're five receivers in and we're approaching yeah. 3,000 yards. That's right, I think so. Killing it, <laughs> yeah, I know. Killing it. All right, so who do I have next? Um, I've got another, you, you know, who I completely um, left out well, not left out, who has been left out to this point, is Braden Lindsey. And what's going to happen with Braden Lindsey this year? And like yeah. I talked about, you know, I think that he's kind of flown under the radar a little bit. And again, the benefit of having Chancey Stuckey as opposed to who he had in the past, I think he's going to benefit from that. We can see him in on some deep shots. Now, I have him for 30 catches for 400 yards. That might be, I don't, you know, I just don't know. You know, like, again, on the yards. What do you think about the 30 receptions, though?
2: I had him a little bit lower, actually. I had him at 25. And okay. I brought him down a little bit because my numbers were so high. Uh, yeah. And I and I had to take away from some people uh, as we went along. And so I had him at 25. It's the yards that I have a really hard time with with him. Because I think a lot of his yards are going to come on big plays. I do think that in the past game. Now they're also going to use him, you know, in the end arounds and the you know the jet sweeps and things like that. And he was actually talking about that in his interview about why he's good at that kind of stuff and what that means and all of that and so I just uh, this this one's really hard uh for me. I let's put it at like 350. 350.
1: Okay. So what's our our, our catches are going to be 25? So I had so 25 for 350. 25 for so. 350. Okay. So we're going to go a little bit We're going to tamp the brakes a little bit more on Braden Lindsay and bring it down. And I did see somebody asking earlier, are there any other tight ends or running backs who are going to be in this conversation? Oh, I've got them on the list. Uh, I would have actually had a running back, you know, in that Lindsay spot. But then I realized that, you know, I passed up Lindsay and I had to go back to it. You know, it's kind of like forgetting to draft somebody. I know, right? It's like, oh, he's still there. Of course, I'm going to take him. So, so Braden Lindsay drops in there so now we have six guys who's going to be number seven on the receiving list Vince
2: so this is where I again I'm projecting but it is and it's I don't want to say it's spiteful but like I I feel I, I think people are going to sleep on Xavier Watts he's my next guy wow I, I yeah that's right I I think I had him for 22 22 catches and like 275-ish,
1: 250,
2: 275.
1: I, I realize you know, you said off the top that you didn't write down yardage. Your your yardage numbers, man. You know, are they get, a little like, out of control? We're gonna get to, to like Madden numbers here pretty you're, soon. You're because. probably
2: right, and that's the problem. <laughs> and obviously, somebody's gonna get hurt. Somebody's gonna
1: get hurt. That's true. There's gonna
2: be, there's gonna be, you know, blowouts and all of these different things. Uh-huh. And it's like I'm looking at last year's stats. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys that are over 24 receptions and 250 yards. Yeah, yeah that's a lot of a lot of yards. But then it falls off a cliff after that when it comes to it goes from 24 to six. You know what I mean? So it's like you're gonna have a bunch of single digit situations you know possibly this year you know so
1: irish shytown has xavier he said five and hmm. 70 and that is almost exactly what i picked i said six and 70 i'm a lot yeah you are a lot more bearish on zay could just because
2: i I'll have that in two games
1: haven't seen him yet i don't know i don't know Same. i don't know so i'm gonna bump you down to 17 okay that's fine and, and uh, let's just say 150 yards all right He's yeah. gonna bust one and you're all somebody's, gonna be like the was right. Down. Somebody's yards have to come down though. You're right.
2: They do have to come <laughs> down. The yardage thing like when the yardage 300, thing 300. threw me, so I am yeah. throwing numbers out at you and making your head spin. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, eh, you know. Okay, so I'm gonna come to Jabron Payne next. Oh, and this wow. is a guy who you know, we saw him a little bit on kick return today. We've seen him back wow. there doing some kick return. Uh, From time to time, you know, I had Chris Tyree up there, uh, you know, earlier. And so this would be the second running back on the list. And I think Jabron Payne is going to catch around 20 balls this season. And I've got him for 240 yards. So what do you think about that? Where did you have Payne?
2: Uh, I have him for three catches. Wow, no kidding. For like 42 yards.
1: I just think. I don't think he's going to play that much. I I really really don't. I do, you know, just just based on, one, the numbers at the position. Like, Logan Diggs he's, isn't even fully healthy right now. And because of his receiving skills, I think that's what can get him on the field more. Okay, Like, I, I think specifically his receiving skills are going to get Jabron Payne some playing time. Okay. This year. It's so, possible. No, yeah. I, I mean... So, you can knock me down. No, That's fine.
2: I, hey. So, what, where did you have him at? You had him like 15. I had, like I had
1: him, I had him 20. 20. I had him actually pretty healthy. Wow. So, yeah, I'll
2: definitely knock him down to 15. Okay.
1: Because um, I, i town has him 14 and 87. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take 15 for 95.
2: How okay. That? That's fine. That's fine. I, I just, I, I will be, I mean, he's the fourth, he's the fourth back, right? I mean, what, He's the fourth back. It, he is, but again, it's not often guy, that four backs get into a game.
1: He's a guy, no, but you know, again, we still don't know exactly what's going to happen with Logan Diggs getting through the season. Sure, I just you know, and again, because of where the receiver room is, like if your Xavier Watts prediction is right, then that does probably knock Payne's numbers down. But because of because of the receiver room, and you're going to need these running backs to contribute, and like I asked you know, Dylan McCullough today, or, you know, are you working on more past stuff with these guys because of what's going on with the receiver mm-hmm. room? And he said, yeah. And I think, I think specifically that's what's going to get pain on the field, you know, okay. both, both potentially as a return guy, and then offense specifically his receiving skills, are, I think are what get him on the field, you know, obviously probably more in the slot. Fair All right. enough. So who do you have next then?
2: Next I have, let's see here, who have we, uh, Joe Wilkins is my next guy on the list, good old Joe Wilkins, I'm hoping that he's healthy, uh, but even if he is, I see him at like the 13 to 15 in that neighborhood, right, Um, and I don't see him having more than like 150, 175 yards
0: Learn more at marines.com.
1: So say that again. I'm sorry. I was looking at. Some so, no,
2: it's okay. I've got Joe Wilkins in the 13 to 15 area okay. Um and like 150, 175 yards. Okay. I, I just, the injury scares me. Um, and you're right. I had to start taking receptions and yards away from some people. Um, and Joe Wilkins was a prime candidate, and so were some other people, but he's next on my list.
1: All right, let's go 10 for 120 then for Joe okay. Wilkins, which I'm still not. Yeah, um,
2: you're not sold on him either. And I, yeah. I and have, it, but never... it's mostly because of the
1: injury. You know, sure, he's had sure. some inconsistencies, and this injury is not helping anything right now. That's that's what just watching him today. You know, granted, it's early and he's just getting back and stuff like that, but the fact that he's limping around and then he right. hurt himself, you know. A, uh, again, he tweaked it, trying to cut. And we're talking about a broken bone in his foot. That's what scares me. Absolutely, could not so, agree more. Yeah, I'm going to go Eli Raridan next. I think okay. we've got to get another tight end in there. You know, and again, like there's a big range that I can see here. I I can see Raridan, you know, as a um like another red zone type guy. Sure, you know, sure. With that with that size that he's got down there. So I'm going to go 12 catches where what I have is 12 catches for Eli Raritan for 160 yards.
2: I will go with that because I had him at 10 for like 150. So we're in the same neighborhood and that's fine. I have okay. no problem with that. Yep. All right.
1: Who's up next? Next
2: up for me. Let's go.
1: We'll, we'll each do Ooh. one more and then we'll okay. call it. We'll call it after that because okay. we're getting. We're getting that, pretty, you know, there's there's not a whole lot more to to go at this point.
2: Anymore. Yeah, th- this one hurt me a little, but I know he's going to be in there and he's going to get some catches, whether it's on a look screen or something along those lines. So I have Matt Salerno in. I have him for 10, um, and I have him for like 87 yards. Like I don't think he's going to get – he's not going to be yeah. busting off anything long. He'll get a look screen for like five or seven, you know, that kind of a thing. And could he average like .8 catches a game? Yeah, I think he could so that i have him for 10
1: i've got him eight for 70 so not too far <clears throat> off yeah we're in the same neighborhood just a there bit, just a little bit less so yep. i've got one more i'm gonna go with another tight end it is gonna be kevin bauman mm-hmm. and you know bauman is a guy you know again who like in training camp last year we saw him be a red zone machine catch you know catching a lot of balls down in the red zone and helping out there because of raritan and just the skill set that he has sure you know, i don't know what it looks like for kevin bauman i do think he's going to be on the field quite a bit though this year again with so many personnel groupings and stuff like that i've got him 10 for 110
2: oh okay uh you know what i had him like eight for like 100 i think okay. that he's going to be overlooked in the receiving category by eli raritan i think he that's going to get kind of taken away from him but i will also say i think kevin bauman gets more plays I think he's on the field more often in the two tight end sets but when it comes to throwing the ball I think he's going to be behind the freshman so I think I'm in the same neighborhood as you and
1: that's that's totally fine okay all right so that is uh what it looks like for our receptions predictions for the upcoming season I don't know I'm 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 afraid to tally that up (laughs) I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that somebody's got the uh, you know, the actual tally. It's
2: going to be a big number. And, uh, yeah, and it that's... might be embarrassing when the season's all said and done, but <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is.
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's right.
2: I'm just going to be – you know what? I, all I'm going to remember from this whole thing is I'm going to remember Xavier Watts, and I'm going to be keeping an eye on his stats as the season goes along. Yep. I'm not a big I told you so guy, but I feel like this is the one. This is the guy I'm going to ride the whole season so I can tell people I told you so.
1: All right. All right, that's all I'm I got. It.
2: Out, of, out of this
1: whole thing that we just did, that's what I took out of it. That's that's Vince's takeaway. That's I, my takeaway. He's, he's just waiting to say "I told you so" for all the Xavier Watts doubters. That's right. right all right. That's right. Don't forget, Bobby and I are going to review that Manti Te'o doc on tomorrow's show. So we're nice. going to be doing that. If if you have or haven't seen, you know, if you have seen it, obviously stop by in the live YouTube <clears> and you can kind of uh, contribute some of your thoughts. On things. And uh, if you haven't come on by, you know, we will spoil it. But, you know, (laughs) most people know what happened. But, you know, we'll kind of we'll give you an idea of of what this thing is all about. And again, I felt it was very complimentary, you know, like not not complimentary, but it was very pro man type. It said him in a good light, which. Which I think, when you look at at the entirety of everything yeah. that, that happened, he should have been because there was
2: there was even a lot more
1: aftermath for him than I you know than I even thought. Just wasn't
2: right, man. He, he got no. he got railroaded. The dude is a Total compassionate hope. guy yeah. who got he you know he fell into it. I mean, I, I don't know. I just I always felt bad for him, and not because I'm a Notre Dame fan, because I'm human, and people gave him such a hard time for that. It's not like he did it on purpose that's the thing it's not like he he got snowed he got tricked he got but there's there
1: still people there are still people who think you know oh he was in on it so. oh my gosh that's such
2: ridiculousness yeah. <laughs> anyway
1: all right we'll talk to you tomorrow thanks again for stopping by tonight like rate subscribe review all that good stuff we definitely appreciate it and we will talk to you tomorrow on ivy nation sports talk